Walmart adds job responsibilities to the greeter position. And is it okay to have people play tug of war with animals? You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Hello, class, and welcome to yet another educational adventure here on the Fake Outrage Report. My name is Phil Causey, and with me as always is the... uh, Peeing in public, Sandeep Sen. What? I, that was between us. Okay. Wait, no, I have to open the show by talking about this. Happened last night. This is totally true, by the way. Uh, so Sandeep Sen, he lives in a nice building. He's a, he's a doctor in real life. And his building lends out these cars to the, the people who live here. You can sign it out on some app or some shit that you have. And on top of the car, there's like, a, you know how like on the top of a taxi, there's like that screen? I have a feeling this is the last time I'll have access to this car now after this, <laughs> after this story. Well, I don't think anybody from your building listens to this podcast, but hey, oh, who knows? You don't know so, how, how far and wide our podcast <laughs> reaches. So on top of the, the car, there is this screen that like advertises like, hey, come live in this building. It's this bright, like almost like a TV looking thing. If you live in New York, you know what we're talking about. They're on top of taxis. And so Sonny Sen, he's driving us home from, uh, we're doing some comedy in the East Village. And he says to me, he goes, hey man, I'm getting desperate. Uh, don't judge me for this. I really got to piss. And he just pulls over the car, but he doesn't pull over the car on a quiet side street or doesn't even make an effort to drive an extra 40 feet to a side street. He pulls over <laughs> on the fucking side of McGinnis Boulevard, which if you know anything about New York City, that's like uh, it's a very, very busy sort of throughway street in the north end of Brooklyn. And so he, what he does is he tries to do this thing where he parks near a tree and then he puts himself in between the tree and the car. But right as he goes to take a piss, this the screen from the thing goes off. And yeah. so so not only, Sonny Sen, were you not able to conceal yourself pissing, but you were, in fact, more illuminated than yes. anything else on the entire block I with didn't your dick out. I anticipate the illumination from the screen coming. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then bathing me in a blue hue. Yeah, white light. <laughs> yeah, so at least, what would you say? But somewhere between forty and sixty random strangers driving down McGinnis definitely saw your brown penis last night. <laughs> that happened. Well, it's a compliment that you think, uh, like from like thirty feet away, people could see my flaccid penis. <laughs> yeah, your penis is very brown, by the way. I did unfortunately catch a glimpse because you decided to do it. Not only did you decide catch to do it, it between it the car and the tree, like you were fixated on it. You tried to do it. And, and like I, I was sitting in the pastor side of the car, obviously, and you did it like eight feet from my head. Like you didn't try to, you didn't go behind a dumpster, like in the dark side alleyway. You just went right near the fucking car. I was trying to position myself between the traffic and the, the tree between myself and the traffic, but then yeah, it wasn't that big. And then, uh, and then the funniest comment was you told me that I had a brown penis. Which, Your penis is very like, brown. What were you expect? Like I. <laughs> What were you expecting? Yeah, what else would it be? I don't know. Is this how little experience you had with non-white people growing up that you're like, wait a minute. So just because their face is brown, the rest of them is brown too? Oh my God. You know, the thing is, usually if I'm ever like with different women of different races or if I'm watching porn, it's women that are of the other race. I don't see a lot of naked dudes of other races. Uh, So yeah, I don't know what I was expecting. Perhaps in my head, I was expecting it to be of a slightly lighter pigmentation, but I was wrong. I mean, it is a part of your body that gets the least amount of sun. <laughs> I guess that is true. So that is Sandeep's public pissing adventure. Okay. Uh, now let's take a minute to meet our guest today, uh, Jamie Gravy. Welcome to the show. All right. Thanks so much, man. I'm glad All to right. be here. Yes. Thanks for coming, by the way, because uh, on this show, we have guests who are booked weeks in advance, and sometimes we have guests that are booked 
on the fly. Yeah. And uh, so thanks for, for thanks for showing up. Basically. Of course. There we go. So uh, what do you have right now coming up uh, as far as projects or shows or anything that you uh, in the creative realm? Sure. Uh, well, I'm currently working on a, uh, a series of comedy shows that I plan on uh, producing regularly throughout the city. Yes. Uh, it's going to be called the uh, the Gravy Train Comedy Show. Ah, nice. uh, the I Gravy Train. There. It could pull in anywhere. Choo choo. You don't know. You know what I mean? It could be. So it's going to be like guerrilla style kind of comedy. Yeah, it might be. Hopefully it's with consistent venues. That'd be nice. But uh, so the first one is going to be uh saturday march 16th at vaughn bar in lower east side oh yes oh that's a good I've bar i've been there doing doing some spots yeah it is. yeah okay, good cool. venue the basement venue. is a good, good yeah. place to do venue that be- basement's beautiful it's got its own little bar you know yeah that, yeah, that venue really, cool. it really kicks a lot of ass so and then that's a good uh neighborhood too by the way that's where you can people might actually show up oh yeah you try to do something in deep queens or brooklyn or somewhere a little bit tougher yeah a little sketchier yeah exactly yeah. the only thing i'm, I'm battling is gonna at st Pat- patty's weekend that might actually give it a better element. I don't know. Yeah? All right. <laughs> we'll see. Well, yeah, we will. We'll see. So, uh, yeah, Saturday, March 16th, uh, come out, uh, see see me. Oh, yeah, this, this is uh, your first St. Patrick's Day in New York? This will be my first St. Patty's, yes. Oh, yeah. Were you here? For, how long have you been here for? I have been... Uh, in a, since uh, since August. Okay, so you were you here for SantaCon? Yes, I saw that. Okay. Dude, that was crazy. SantaCon. Were you here for Cinco de Mayo? Oh no, you weren't here for Cinco de Mayo. I wasn't here for Cinco. Yeah. Uh, I think I think it's as annoying St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, really? it's St. Yeah. Patrick's Day, Cinco de Mayo, SantaCon. Those are all like the boozer holidays in New York. Okay. So you might get some some drunk folks in green stumbling in wanting to see a show. So oh, wait, what, what day is the it. is your show? It's on a Saturday night. And is that St. Patrick's Day? No, it's the next day, but. The, the, the way I, I don't know, I, I always have all these theories about St. Patrick's Day because it falls on a Sunday. But I'm like, we well, you know with oh, sorry, theories about New York City. New York City, it's like this is a city never sleeps, you know. Right. So it's like, you know, does it matter if St. Patrick's Day is on a Sunday? People are still no. going to party, People, right? They're the not going to make it Saturday. It's, it's kind of like we do it with holidays here in New York. What white girls do with their birthdays? Like it's my birthday weekend, and like the whole weekend is now dedicated to her. <laughs> right. We do that with holidays here in New York. <laughs> holidays are well. It's the whole weekend. yeah. It's going to be St. Patrick's Day weekend. So, so I heard so. of SantaCon like the day before SantaCon. People were like, oh. Tomorrow's SantaCon. I was like, "What the hell is that?" I was like, "I was like a cosplay." Yeah, it's like, like have Santa you seen Con? the movie The Purge? It's kind of like that, except <laughs> more <laughs> annoying. Santa Claus. Yeah. Dude, I was walking around in Manhattan, and sure enough, just flocks of people <laughs> in Santa gear. And then, then there was like this huge like biker troop that that came through like on Harley's, all decked out in Santa outfits, just <laughs> brum, brum, just you know, it was broom, brooming around. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. It was wild. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a good thing a lot of the kids in New York are Jewish because explaining that one to your kids, like, "Mommy, why are there fourteen uh, Santa Clauses?" Like, <laughs> yeah, you know? what, what's going? Yeah, what is that? That's got to be a tough thing to explain. Yeah, it's so strange. Why is Why is that easier if your kid's Jewish then? Because they don't they don't do Christmas right, but they're still seeing drunk Santas all over the place. Yeah, but if your kid is like, like ah, that's what the, the idiots he doesn't that we have don't to worry in. about yeah. Santa. Yeah, I guess they have. Um, I don't know what they Moisha have. Or, do yeah. they have an icon for 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 Hanukkah? I don't know. I don't either. Well, let's let's stop talking about things yeah, that sorry. we uh, that we don't understand. <laughs> Talk about something that we do understand, Sandeep. You Fake outrage, outrage, outrage. All right, of some sort. So uh, let's let's start with mine today because okay. I think yours is a little bit funnier and. Uh, my, mine, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I really want to talk about this topic here. This jumped out at me when I was going through and finding stuff. This story takes uh, place semi-locally, about 150 miles due west of here, in a place called Selinsgrove, Pennsylvania. Which, for reference, because I always do the, uh, well, not always, but I like to study places. Population under six thousand. 
more than 95% white. So much like my hometown. So I'm very familiar with what we're working with here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is uh took place at the the Walmart, local Walmart. By the way, these Oh, set, that's that's this, where that's where people in your towns, that's the where people hang out. That's the place, right? Your it town, tends to be the, the place where people lot. congregate in small towns. It mm-hmm. is the unofficial town hall. That is very true. Uh but and also the second Walmart related story we've had in like a, less than a month. So I, I don't know I don't know why that is, but Walmart is getting on the board. They're putting up some numbers in 2019 here in the fake outrage report. As you actually, Sandy, have you ever actually been to a Walmart? Yeah, I go all the time. Okay, well, I didn't know. I go home. Okay, yeah. Well, they don't have them in New York. But. We're, we're, yeah. I mean, they have them in like the suburbs of Chicago. Oh, okay. we're, we're Indian. We every single discount store that you I've been and I frequent. <laughs> still, when I go back, you know, Costco, Walmart. When Venture was a thing, Venture. Do you remember Zare back in the day? Zare. No, that's probably older than yeah. I am. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. By the way, the other day, uh, I I told Sonny about this discount liquor store, and he thanked me. He specifically thanked me. He's like, "Oh man, that liquor store was great." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the Indian stereotype is true, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Walmart greeters today, and so. Every Walmart ha- has a greeter. For those of you who've been to Walmarts, or if you haven't been there, there's usually an, an old person standing there, somebody, and they're just saying, welcome to Walmart. We're going to answer any questions or whatever they have to do. And the outrage th- is coming from the Walmart in Grove, Pennsylvania, because their most popular greeter there, an-, an icon of this town probably, might lose his job this coming spring because of uh, changes to uh, job description and corporate policy. This guy's name is Adam Catlin, and he uses a walker. He's legally blind and has cerebral palsy. And the reason why he might lose his job is because the greeter role is going to be combined with some other job, I guess, and they're going to change it from greeter to customer host. Yeah, and he has to like then like help people with packages. There's going to be like other that. stuff going on. So two months from now, at the end of April, mm-hmm. he, not only is he going to be required to say hi to people, he will also be required to stand for up for long periods of time, write reports, read receipts, and lift up to 25 pounds at a time, which is something he is unable to do as someone with this type of disability. So he's might lose his job. People are upset about this too. This made the news. This made the local news in whatever town this yeah. is. Yeah, I I wasn't quite. I feel like that was kind of a, when I read the story, he wasn't going to lose a job total, just that specific job. They said they were going to have him do other things. Something well, he's not else. capable of doing the new the greeter. Job. Right. So, but they said they were going to still employ him, just have him do something else Well, they said, they, they, said they, they wanted to. They, they did a PR thing where they're like, well, we think he's a valuable member of the team and we'd like to keep him in some way. It sounds to me, though, like there's not much else he physically could do other than just say hi to hi and bye to people when they go to the Walmart. So that's not right. what I got out of it. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm not certain what all jobs that there are in the whole Walmart, but <laughs> well, customer host is one he can't do. Right. And so this one here, I really wanted to point can't this out. Can't stock like the deodorant aisle? Like, it's, it's like, it's like he a can't pound, because you he know? can't like walk around and shit. The dude uses a walker. He uses a walker. He can get around. So you're saying that they should force him to use like the shopping cart as his walker and like push it around and restock shelves? Yeah, that's one thing he could do. <laughs> you're saying he can't do anything. I'm like, he's the, he just can't do that that greeting job. But they said he would find something. I thought they said that. Well, I mean, uh, so you got you got. Why can't he help the people in the express lane? Right? He's a he's a 
a customer what host was it what does well, say he's uh, a greeter now but he's going to be forced to become a customer host so a customer host so i assume so helping people with, with certain items mm-hmm. right up to 25 pounds i mean mm-hmm. if he's greeting at one end you got you know vietnam vet jeremy on the other end <laughs> jeremy can help with the 25 pounds and you know what's what's his kid's name? What if the Vietnam vet has no legs or something? If, well, he might also be losing his job. <laughs> he might be, but he's not this icon like this. You know, cerebral palsy kid. This guy yeah. seems like the real attraction. You know, I don't <laughs> think they're going to lose him. I hope not. So locals are outraged. You're super pissed off about this, and this also, by the way, is part of a much larger discussion because he's not the first employee of Walmart nationally to lose his job because he can't do a new part of the job. This has happened in a few other states. And so the bigger discussion here, I really think it has to do with people who have disabilities. And the reason why I wanted to do this show, this show, why I wanted to do this story is because I grew up around this. You know, I have family members and uh, who have various disabilities. And my mom, before she retired, worked with a lot of people who were mentally handicapped. And it's really hard for these people to find jobs because they already can't do a bunch of shit. So this is ultra frustrating because this dude is 31 years old and he's been doing just this job since he graduated high school. So he has no other life experience and no other skills. So the fact that his one source of livelihood might be taken away from him because of like a weird wonky change in corporate policy is where the outrage is from. That's why people are so pissed off about this. You don't look convinced, Sandy. Yeah, you know, we, we, well, we talk about what are the, what's the larger principle. Yeah. And I'm a little tired of people telling other businesses how to run their business. It's like it's not your it's not your fucking role. If, if you want to work at Walmart, then then go to Walmart and become become part of their board or work put in twenty years and then maybe or start become the manager of Walmart and fucking have your say. But if you're a customer, shut the fuck up. Yeah, well, the <laughs> customer if you, if the you business. care about this guy, then wherever you do work, then get him a job. You know, yeah, don't I, tell other yeah. people to hire someone else so you could feel better. You're a fucking right. monster. What no. do you mean? I'm saying if you care about this person, then, <laughs> I knew then you were going to take him. the corporate inside on this. No, I, I, I actually agree, though, because it's just like, well, OK, look, with with, with robots, you know, be, I mean, damn, you go to McDonald's. Now you're ordering on a machine, you know, on a computer screen. So they're getting rid of tellers. They're getting you don't have to even be a cashier to Walmart anymore. You can scan your own damn groceries. Mm-hmm. So now you're telling me so the one position they have that, you know, they're paying for. It's just like, yeah, we could use, you know, him doing other shit. And so it's like, I could understand them being like, look, yeah, we do kind of need them to do something. Now, Walmart, even th- in the article, I read this article on the train, and they said uh, that Walmart hopes to keep him on. I'm like, well, Walmart, yeah. you don't have to hope. It's in your power. You can <laughs> yeah, exactly. keep him on board, <laughs> especially if he's an attraction in the local town. I mean, I saw that he 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 did the ribbon cutting and the grand reopening. So it sounds like he's definitely a staple in the community. So it's just like, yeah. they don't have to hope. They can, they can actually do it. But... I could understand them not wanting to necessarily hire uh, new employees that have disabilities because of the new uh, standards and job descriptions of the Walmart greeter. You know what? I like that. So you're saying they sh- they should find a way to grandfather him in? Yeah, I think they should grandfather him in. But I think for new for newer guys, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, but he's been around forever. I mean, this guy, he's the face of the company here, you know? I mean, yeah. So all you other uh, disabled, disabled folks, you can fuck right off. Yeah, yeah. We've get, already got our quota. Yeah, get the hell out of it. Go to, go to Target. But if you, if you care, <laughs> then you give him a job. Everyone works at somewhere. You, you, everyone, can, everyone can then hire him. But no one wants to do that. They just want to have other people complain about other people what they do. For, you, can open up your, you can fucking open up your actual wallet and give him cash. You can find him a job. You can pay for it all. 
you know, you can do all that shit, but then don't fucking Walmart's already employing this person that no one else would employ. Um, and then, and then people are getting bang- angry and they're not even saying they're firing him. I, I can't stress. Yeah. They just said they're, he can't do that specific job. They're well, gonna they might have else. to because of his inability to do the new included shit in the new job description. Right. No, yeah. They, he can't do the greeter job. But they didn't say so he, they're going to fire society him. Society-wide, right. though, society-wide, Sandy, yeah. what do you think is the solution here? Because the, you can't just throw disabled folks out on the street. You have to find a way to get them integrated into society. Because, you know, having a job does bring people a sense of purpose and happiness. So by telling people, because one solution would be, okay, let's just give everyone who can't physically do this some type of like social security or UBI or but something. But that is what we do. But that is what we do. But then you have people on their side who are like, those goddamn takers, they should get a job. Well, it's like, here's somebody who wants a job and you're taking away his job. I don't think anyone's yelling at handicapped people for being takers. I don't, I don't, I don't I see I can that find happening. you some, guaranteed. Uh, we're from Texas, well, right? I'm sure Jamie. they're out there, but <laughs> no, I, don't, no, I don't. I mean, I think that mischaracterizes the right. right. I, I don't like. I don't. I think that it does mischaracterize the the right wing. I don't. I don't hear people saying these people with cerebral palsy are takers. I haven't heard right. anyone actually say that. I think it might be more the people that are like benefiting off welfare that are just yeah. maybe lazy or have drug problems rather than people with actual disabilities with a good heart. You know, what I've I mean? definitely heard yeah. people unfairly call someone a taker, but I actually don't think that there's a bar large candidate calling the mentally challenged. So, so the other solution too, I was, I was trying to think of like a way to fix this society. Why? Cause what's what we do on the show? We fix yeah. problems. Yes, we do. But Doing the Lord's work, all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we try. So I was thinking, like, what if if the companies were given? Because what would corporations love, Sandy? They love tax incentives. If if you were, if there was like like a quota where you could say, like, hey, if you hire X amount of people who can't work somewhere else, we'll give you Y amount of uh, tax rebate or something like that. That's a good idea. Yeah, so, something. Like, I feel like Phil for president. That's it. Get you, throw your head into the ring. <laughs> I don't know. When am I? Uh, am I eligible this run? But yeah, twenty twenty four. Well, what are you lazy for 2020? You don't you have to be 35. Oh, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm 32. Right. Okay, all that's right, 24. All right, give her a chance to get to your right. campaign together. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I wonder if they do get chat, but I know like they they get taxed under for hiring military, right? Um, they're probably. I think a lot. Like I know. I know that's a thing. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I'm gonna run for president, and I'm gonna have this guy uh, Adam Catlin be my running mate. <laughs> you, you know, I, I think you. I think a VP. You you can have cerebral palsy and be the VP. It's true, because you don't have to lift anything. You know, yeah, you don't have to do shit. Do you ever see anybody with all they have is maybe a four pound dog or or a nine pound baby? I think he could be able to manage that. Yeah. <laughs> but let the mom hold on to the baby. He just needs to bend down and. You know, all you have to do is kiss it once. Give it a smooch, right? Win win me some votes, damn it. You, you know what? It's, I feel like it's only a matter of time with American politics, because not to make it a political discussion, because we don't really do that in the show very much. But I feel like we're eventually headed toward a level of cynicism in America where someone's going to do something like that to try to get the sympathy vote. Do something like what? <laughs> where they have like le- like a running mate who's like legitimately has some sort of like disability of some sort. Oh, is this is this what your, your running mate's going to be? Well, no, so I'm saying, yeah, me and this guy, <laughs> and your, Adam. And your ticket for Phil. Yeah. I hate to be, you know, you know, to, to the Texas horn over here, but mm-hmm. Texas governor, Greg Abbott, is uh, bound by wheelchair. 
Really? Okay. Yeah. Well, and former Texas Governor Rick Perry was actually mentally challenged. Hack <laughs> 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 yeah. political jokes. Yeah. Gotta love them. <laughs> oh, good old Rick Perry. God bless him. Uh, yeah, Greg Abbott, he's in a wheelchair. Now, I will say, I feel like I have seen him stance. I don't necessarily know if he's bound by it or if it's just easier for him to get around. Or if it's just a ploy to win votes. Uh, yeah, or, or it could be one of those. Or if it's like maybe during like important speeches, maybe he like locks in those knee lockers or something and it goes, takes a stand at the podium. I'm not sure. But, uh, just to go with your theory that you know Greg yeah. Abbott and all of his campaign ads on TV, you know where he was the wheelchair. Yeah, so I'm into it. People are like, I stand for Will Abbott. Well, <laughs> yeah. <they would> <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, as far as the verdict goes in this one, uh, I am a legit outrage in this one because I think this dude Adam deserves to meet the ceiling in life in which he apparently loves, which is being a Walmart creator. There's nothing wrong with that. And uh, and fuck any corporation that wants to take his job away. Oh, you work for a hotel. Why don't you just ask the higher ups to have him greet people at your hotel? Oh, but you don't want that now. Now suddenly it's like, oh, wait, I actually have to do something. Because we don't have greeters, dude. Oh, no, you don't. Why not? Why don't you have a greeter? Why don't you make a greeter position? That's not you a care thing. so much. You're, you're, you're such a bleeding <laughs> You know heart. what? Some <laughs> hotels actually have... And that would really help your campaign in 2024. Like, this person created a you position. Know what? You know what? Some hotels actually have what they call lobby ambassadors who literally are just that. They just stand there and answer questions. You know what? Boom. I want to. You know what? Fucking Adam, you didn't move to New York and work at one of these fancy hotels that has that. See, I'm trying to Wait, help. You're so not. They're not bellhops, huh? They're not just. They're not bellhops. Those lobby ambassadors. They're not bellhops. Uh, no, because those guys are required to. Uh, they have to lift. Actually, lift stuff. Yeah. I like how I say those guys. <laughs> Up to fifty pounds, even man. way more People's than that. People's bags get heavy. Believe me. Oh yeah, you seen these suitcases? These That's what I do during the day. By in. the way, I don't know if you. Oh, is it? Yeah, you're bellhop. Very familiar with it. <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm it. quite familiar with that job. Oh man, thank yeah. you very much. So many questions. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so so I'm going legit outrage in this one. Sonny, it sounds like you're on the opposite end of this spectrum. I mean, I think that's obvious. Fake outrage. Fuck you. <laughs> don't tell Walmart what to do. Do you you do it. Don't tell Walmart what. Don't tell other companies what to do. I'm just trying to help a poor dude with cerebral palsy to continue doing the job that he knows and loves. You can help and you're him. And you're trying to rip it from, from the you community. You can help him by giving him cash <laughs> or, create, or actually hiring him uh, instead of just yelling about Walmart's job descriptions of their you know i mean there you go all right you know what i hate to do this to our guests but this does happen sometimes you're a deciding vote yes the pressure's well, here, on I'm, jamie I'm, gravy I'm what do you have, think i'm gonna have to side with fake outrage nice oh, you, the, he's from you he's guys from are Texas. monsters i knew no, I could, monsters. Monsters. It's not, <laughs> yeah, my, my whole thing about it for one it's it's fake outrage because it's just a mite this whole article starts with might lose his job so he hasn't lost the job like he's mm -hmm. still employed so that's like this is a completely hypothetical outrage to okay walmart okay walmart hopes to keep him which to me again that's i'm mad at walmart i'm like why are you saying you hope you you can you it's it's your decision yes. walmart don't don't hope just do it yeah you know that's annoying I mean? you're that's not very annoying that's it's like to just don't that's yeah. their statement just I, we, we hope keep to him. keep them yeah. like what do you mean you just just Keep them. This is hypothetical outrage. You're right about that. You know what? We are going to take we're going to take a road trip out there on April 5th or whatever day that is. And if he's not standing out front greeting us, Sandy, <laughs> you're going to fucking feel bad about this. Can't we just call them? Do we have to actually go there in person. Wouldn't it be cool to go to a Walmart? I haven't been to a Walmart in fucking years, dude. Oh, there's so oh, I go and I go home to Chicago. And there's there's a Walmart like Oh, you know what? I did go last summer actually. I didn't buy anything. A friend had to go. I bought sweatpants and they're super comfortable. What are the four dollars? Nice. So, <laughs> so you're from <laughs> Chicago? <laughs> and where were you from? Yeah, Connecticut. Okay. Okay, just just get my my base here. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, All right. So let's move on to your story here. This yes. one, we're going to go from uh, special people with special animals. Okay, that's... Eh, we try. That'll Some do for now. Some better than others. Uh, this story <laughs> comes to us from Britain, uh, where a zoo caused outrage for letting children play tug of war with a lion and a tiger. <laughs> that's just funny. I don't know, that's so yeah, funny. I know. This is great. So they have this thing where four members of the public, aged eight or above, can... Uh, Stand holding a rope which goes under a fence to into the cat's Oh, thank area. God. They don't just put the kids in with the lion. No. Like... <laughs> and the rope is attached to a piece of meat. And when the lion bites the meat, the people start pulling. And then the lion pulls back and they play tug of war. Mm. And according to the zoos, the lions win or the tiger, they win every time. Well, yeah, of course. But even when they have like four like like military, like like men in their prime, like four strong men. Dude, wow. the animals, lions amazing. Those animals are fucking huge. They can generate so much more power, and like they have, yeah, they're way muscular. Yeah, like those are huge fucking animals. Wait, so they, do they max out the opponents at four total? Yeah. So they don't let like a fifth or sixth guy go. I uh, they didn't. Yeah, they didn't say they do that. They don't want to defeat the lions' confidence or something like that. <laughs> they don't want to beat yeah. them down like mentally. This is all know? about the lions' feelings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, they didn't really go into it, but uh, yeah, so they just let it for. Are they saying it's like mis- mistreatment of animals or some shit? Yeah, yeah. So the zoo said this type of enrich. The in the ad, the zoo said, "quote This type of enrichment is very important to keep the cats fit and healthy." And that it helps the cats, quote, work their food and build muscle mass. Um, hmm. And so many activists were like, said the zoo is shameful and medieval. Jenny Goldsmith wrote, shameful. How about baiting some of your bears whilst you're at it? You're supposed to be conserving the future of these animals, a position of responsibility, not exploiting and abusing them for profit. Disgraceful. Uh, what if we had a bear and a lion tug of war each other? I, they should I, would, have, I mean, they already have the lion and tiger. They I would totally that. watch that. Yeah, that would. Yeah, well, fucking awesome. Let's exactly. Let's see go. which animals are stronger. Sure. The zoo said, "I don't." They're like, if if they're like, if some of the outrages, because you think that we don't feed them if they lose the tug of war. That's not true. They're still going to get fed. Um, but they're like, you know, during a hunt or a kill, the We're lion get fed less because only winners eat in this zoo. <laughs> <laughs> We're like during a hunt or a kill, the lions exert a lot more, like. Um, pressure on their bodies and a lot it's a lot more strenuous than this tug of war so they're Uh like but you have to like you know they have you have to exercise them a little well here's one thing that that i thought of when when i saw this story was do you remember the famous uh free willy story oh yeah remember the movie free willy how like these activists were like you gotta actually free willy now and they did and it died like shortly after oh no because its entire life it never learned how to hunt it was just fed fish yeah and so this is like a, a, a sort of a proxy for the lion actually having to do something for its food instead of just sitting around all day and taking naps like they do for 20 hours just a day. Just throwing a steak at them. Yeah. This is, I guarantee you the animals fucking love it. If you could ask the animal, they'd be like, fuck yeah, it's a lot of fun. Well, do you, well that's, that's what's weird when I read this. I was thinking too, you know, people could say, yeah, you're maybe you're playing with, with the animal a little bit, but animals, it's like, no, yeah. but I think that's BS because any house dog loves you know, trying to pull the toy away. Yeah. It's, like, it's playing with you. So I don't think they mind it at all. Uh, yeah. The zoo says that they love it. Um, a lot of people were saying they're you're like exploiting the animal to make money, but actually the, the money from the thing goes towards their charity. So it didn't seem like that was a good argument. Oh, they were mad about them, about them profiting from it. Yeah. Well, okay. So, but they're, it, what was it? 15 euros. I think it costs, right? Something like that. I didn't see the cost. But, I thought it was like know, 15 bucks, 15 euros, whatever it may be. But I was like, well, yeah, but how much meat does it cost to feed 
a fucking lion. Right. <laughs> At least twenty bucks worth. I mean, you know, I think fifteen's a fair. Oh, I mean, price. I think that's you're just paying for the meat. You're covering the meat price. Yeah, and it's going to a charity. So no one really seems to be pocketing the money and driving around sports cars. Is there some type of reward if you do beat the lion? No. Like, Ooh. Obviously, it wouldn't be raw steak for a human, but you wouldn't like candy or if it's like or if something. Or you should like get a season kind of pass to the zoo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or at least a t shirt or, yeah, or something. something. Yeah. Or you get to go in the cage and actually fight the lion. Like, it's right. I took your food. <laughs> yeah. No, second round. You advance <laughs> to the second round, which is paw on paw. <laughs> yeah. To me, this just seems like exercise. It does seem like it's getting exercise. That's, that kind of mimics at least something that they do in the wild. That sounds fun as hell. What's the name of this zoo? I want to go. Uh, it is called uh, Dartmoor Zoo. Dartmoor. Dartmoor Zoo, and I bet they're I bet they get increased sales of this thing because of this outrage article. That's what's oh, yeah. amazing about these articles. Oh. It's like you're actually probably giving them business, even though you're pissed about it. You giving know? them PR. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. You guys are ready to go over there and do this tug of war. Oh, you yeah. guys seem turned on. How, how how fun would that be? That would be awesome. I'd love to lose to a lion. Yeah, <laughs> like what'd you do this weekend, dude? I fucking tugged to war a lion. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Well, then it's fun, too, because when you, you think of zoos, you just kind of walk around. And I've been to zoos with groups of children. I used to be a camp counselor. And sometimes the kids love it, but sometimes they get bored because all you're doing is just walking around and literally looking at animals. So this is a way to actually interact. True. This is an interactive part of the zoo experience. It's fucking awesome. I love this. Yeah, I think they should let them be younger. Was there an age limit on this? Eight. And above, you'd be at least eight. At least eight. Yeah, I think well, should be. I think should be like four. Be, maybe you know? smaller animals for the little kids. You start by tug of warring uh, something little or like some penguins or no, some I mean, like, they're like, like, or something. They're like twenty-five year olds against one mm. lion. Oh, let's let's see that. One like twenty of them <laughs> just tugging. You know what I mean? And they all just get slammed up against the gate. Yeah, the lion versus the fourth grade. <laughs> the whole class. Did you ever see that uh, show Man versus Beast that was on Fox like twenty years ago when they did? Uh, it was like a, to see who could pull a plane and it was like 10 elephants versus like 200 like little people. <laughs> this is an actual thing that was on TV. <laughs> you you couldn't do that this. in 2019 because you'd no. be problematic or whatever. You don't yeah. remember this? I'll, I'll show you after we're done. We're done uh, recording. Uh, I should start doing this for my cat, Bandit. You know, he's getting lazy. Bandit, once think. again, making the podcast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the Bandit. That's, that's, that's the name. All right. All right, so I think it's pretty obvious how we're ruling this one. I'm going fake outrage. Yeah, fake outrage. I think the zoo made a good point. They made they they addressed all the issues and they seemed yeah. to have a good answer. Yeah, it seems like all the people against it really are just against animal captivity in general. It's like you know, yeah. you know what I mean. Like, it's an extension of the normal. I would assume. I, I doubt yeah. there's anybody that's for zoos, but kind of against this. You know what I mean? Well, zoos too. I've noticed over the last, uh, I'd say, decade or so. When I go to a zoo, they they like to specifically mention all the time and all their little mini tours and there's signs up everywhere about like how great they treat the animals. They like to like make it like a selling point now. I don't know if you've noticed that, but I feel like that's because of the pressure of some of the activists. Interesting. Oh, I'm sure it is. I mean, I mean, I doubt that they're feeding them how a normal lion in the Sahara desert gets fed, which is like what, maybe once every week or two weeks. I mean, that's, that's a scarce meal. You know what I mean? I, I'm sure they're feeding them regularly. So that's that's already a step in the right direction. Yeah, and they also don't have to make them a hunt for their... They don't just throw like a live... Uh, what do lions eat? Meat. Well, no, but like what, <laughs> what do they hunt for? What animals? They don't just throw like a live zebra Meat. or something in the lion cage. Like, here you go! Sure. Because that'd be way worse for children. Is yeah. to watch a yeah. group Except of lions. The vegan lions. There's this new vegan lion movement where. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Gluten free? Yeah, yeah. The lions are, you know, getting. Uh, They're eating beets. That way, kind of gives like the okay. blood effect too. Kind of nice, <laughs> you know. It's like. 
All right, so you're with us on the fake outrage totally this one? Fake, All right. Yeah. So now we get to the uh, the interactive part of our show. We ask our guest, Jamie Gravy, is there anything you are currently outraged about that you want to let some steam off on? Uh, man, I don't really get I don't really get outraged. That's a harsh word. I don't really even get mad that often. I'm I'm really a pretty pretty. Well, I think it's perhaps uh, chapping up your ass a little bit. A little a chapping of the perhaps? ass. I would say the comedy realm is just the uh, the same amount of jokes I'm hearing constantly. I mean, all I, all I go when when I. When, Here's here's the three the three words I hear the most at an open mic, Trump. I, yep. Vegan. Yep. Gentrification. Ah. I hear those three words. <laughs> you must constantly. have been to an open mic in Brooklyn. Oh my goodness! It's just like okay, so we're all just recycling the same material and topics. We you know? we don't normally do inside comedy, but you know what? Fuck it, we'll go in today because I'm I'm with this particular outrage. There are certain pockets for those of you who aren't uh, in New York. There are certain pockets of the the comedy scene here where the only things that are and it's not even that people aren't creative. It's that that's the only thing you're allowed to talk about. It does feel like that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And like you will get yelled at at certain places for talking about things that are uh, outside the color outside the lines a little bit. You know, it's like, how dare you challenge our already uh, preconceived notion of the world? Oh, wait, yeah. Whenever I hear vegan jokes, they're usually talking about how they don't have friends. That's always the joke I hear. Hmm. Aren't yeah. they always self? You're, they, yeah. they're usually doing some self-deprecating stuff. Yeah, it, it can be. A, yeah, I agree with you there. there it comes with some self-deprecation or just kind of like, you know, how it's, it's kind of annoying. Or I heard something funny the other day where he goes, I got a friend of mine uh, who's vegan or uh, always hungry. And I was like, that's yeah. kind of funny. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, of yeah. course, they're, always, they're not getting any... I mean, I'm, I'm sure they get nutrients. I don't, yeah, that's the thing is you, you take a stance against it. Someone's going to try to argue you and and tell you about a book they read or, 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 you know, it's just like, dude, I don't give a shit about the book you read. I'm just trying to be funny. That's literally all I'm trying to do. So you, to. you moved from Texas. And so would you say it's a little different down there? Not a big vegan community? In a, <laughs> yeah, not the not a Yeah. You try, t try to take away a Texan steak. We'll see how your day goes. You know? But, uh, but they are there. You know, I, th I feel like Dallas gets a bad rap or Texas in general, but Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex. It's a very, it's a metropolitan well, area. Any city is very, a city, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's very progressive. People, you know, it's, it's more progressive than people give it credit for. However, uh, it's not quite NYC. It, you know, <laughs> it's uh, vastly different. So down there, what do you hear the most? If here, if it's, if it's Trump gentrification and vegan jokes, what do you hear down there more? Well, again, comics are still comics, so comics are still very in tune with the world. So mm -hmm. you're still going to hear your vegan. Your Trump mm -hmm. jokes, your your your, not maybe the gentrification jokes necessarily, but um, you're still gonna hear you know the kind of stuff. There's there's a good amount of even race. I, I feel like race jokes are are more commonly acceptable uh, there, and not just the race jokes you hear with with all these, you know, comics up here that are just basically white comics shitting on white people, which the, is the woke very kids. strange. Yeah, the woke kids no, that are just like shitting their own race for the sake of a laugh. I'm but sorry for there, being white, you guys. Right. And it's just like, I'm a straight cisgender white male, and I'd, I want you guys to know that I'm one of the good ones, <laughs> and I am a hardcore feminist, and you need yeah. to reward me oh, with your bodies feminism. for my good behavior. Oh, my yeah, those little fucking assholes. Yeah, all that. You know, it's just... But but I, I just I say that to say that the race jokes seem to be a little bit more like of any race everybody's kind of accepting of talking about it like i find that there's more in a weird way almost more segregation in new york there's a, little, a lot of there unity but it's proven in, in texas it's, it's absolutely proven when you look at the schools here the most racially segregated schools by um like i don't know what the word is to use for that they're in new york because you have so many like super high-end private schools mm -hmm. down the street from sort of lower-end public schools. And that's interesting because New York is a blue state. 
right? And Texas is red. And so people get the bad rap of Texas and misconstrue it. But it's funny because you go to Dallas, it's very unified. People are very are talking to each other, hanging out with each other. Up here, it's like everybody's hanging out with their own people. And it's just like, what, what? I thought we're supposed to be progressive up here. It's, 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 it's fucking backwards. It's really weird. Well, outwardly, people are progressive. But yeah, behind closed doors. Uh, uh, yeah, you get a room full of white people talking about how progressive they are. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, look how inclusive we are, guys. We all agree on everything. Okay, good. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's certain comedy circles <laughs> here in New York, too. So I know that's, that's kind of what you're talking about. No, I wanted to ask guys about Texas. Now, one of the big issues is like immigration right now. Mm-hmm. Now, you're from Texas. Is it a, sort of a realer issue down there because you're geographically closer to where the, the big wall would be? Or is it is that just like a sort of media thing like is it a, a thing in texas I, I see what you're saying well yeah I, I feel like the issues themselves aren't truly affecting texans necessarily mm-hmm. however there are some you know you depending on how far deep into the country you go into of texas like if you mm-hmm. go out in the country a little bit um there are some you know there's always some good old boys that are very <laughs> traditional it is texas you know i'm not going to try to co- uh, sugarcoat it but uh i i feel like it's more of a uh moral or virtuistic thought between of of the the border issue like their 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 whole thing is always like well you need to if you're going to come here you need to do it legally you know so they're not necessarily usually against people coming here they just want to do it like the proper way so people down there though is it a topic that gets talked about like day to day it's pretty it's pretty topical i would especially when trump was running like when during the campaign it was it was definitely people were talking about it quite a bit However, okay. what I did notice, which is the hypocrisy I found in all of it, is the jo- most of the time the jobs that the you know when when they, they're all concerned about Mexicans coming over here taking jobs, they're not taking jobs that anybody that any white guy wants or is going to be out of. So oh it's yeah, just, you know it's like I mean? landscaping in Texas heat or farmhands, like right. this, you know that what I mean? kind of. And, yeah. and that's the thing, and, and people might say you know it's. I don't know. People are going to say anything as racist that you say, but you're right. Typically, the kind of jobs that they're going to, because you know, they look at it as, oh my god, you can go over there in Texas and you can be a, a line cook for eleven bucks an hour because real estate's cheap, so that's a good wage in Texas. You can be mm-hmm. eleven bucks an hour and you can bank. And you know what they'll do? They'll come here and they'll they'll or they'll go to Texas. They'll work for twenty years, bank, 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 save up, send them to Mexico. They'll retire and move back. And yeah, they, and they kill it. Yeah, and it's just like, dude, you weren't trying to be a line cook, so don't act like they were taking your job. Just yeah, chill out. Here we go. If anything, you're a hard worker, especially if you own a restaurant. You'll hire. You'll hire them. So would you almost say that people saying that that's a uh, fake outrage? <laughs> yeah, I think it's fake. <laughs> think it's, yeah, it's fake. See what I did there to put a bow on this episode, Sandeep? <laughs> well, I always, I always, well, they always, I, they always say that. It's like they're doing the jobs that people would want to do. Yeah, like I don't think a, a white person would want to do it at eleven dollars an hour, but would they do it at twenty dollars an hour plus benefits? And oh, probably sure. That's what that's what I, I know. A lot I think that that's would, the yeah. argument is that yeah, they're because they're they're lowering the wage. It's the undercutting. I ah. see what you're saying. Well, I'm talking about line cooks, and you, you might be talking about chefs because 20 an hour. That sounds like more like a chef. No, no, no. I'm saying like you then the, if if they couldn't hire Mexicans, they, they would have to pay. That you have to either you close or you get people to work at their level. So basically, the cost of going out to eat would go up. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, um, that, that could be it as well. But it's like people who say they don't want the Mexicans coming, and it's like, well then. It's it's like the it's like the Walmart thing, where it's like, all right, if you if you care about someone who's mentally challenged, then you have your company hire people. Don't tell other people. And I think it's the same thing with like, look, if you don't want Mexicans to come in, then you got to be prepared to pay about five dollars more yeah, per yeah, meal. Exactly. Um, and if you don't want to do that, then then the restaurant owner who's like, you know, an American <laughs> who's 
he's going to go out of business and you have to, you have to understand that. That's that what sounds like a for. really good concept for like a, a chain restaurant in parts of the South where it's like, listen, our food's a little more expensive, but our food is made by white people for white people. <laughs> You, right. no, you, could do, you could totally do that. It's like we we employ. And first of all, when you pay the line cook eleven dollars an hour, they're not they're not doing anything. They're they're not paying payroll tax on that. It's under the books. Yeah, a lot so of it is under the books. So they're cheating on their taxes. A they don't is, pay into yeah. the government. They, you know, so like you and so you want if you want that, I think that uh, that would be a good argument for restaurants. Like, look, we pay all our employees the actual minimum wage. We're on the books. We're not yeah. we're not we're not cheating America. And they're all real right. What blooded Americans? But this is what it costs. I think they all. They still do. I think Chipotle does that. Like they're like, there's a lot of restaurants that are like, no, we we hire people. Everyone's on the books, and mm -hmm. we're paying everyone. Well, fairly. corporations like that can afford it. That's a different yeah. conversation, though. That's also a good place to end. Uh, thank you all for listening. You can email us anytime you'd like at thefakeoutragereport at gmail.com. Follow us on that their Twitter at fakeoutragerept. Give us a killer review on their iTunes if you have a second for us. Uh, you can follow Jamie Gravy online at. Yeah, uh, at Jamie Gravy, uh, Facebook, Jamie underscore Gravy on Instagram, Jamie Gravy Twitter, JamieGravy.com, everything Jamie Gravy. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Jamie Gravy. Thanks for coming. And before we go, Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? I feel like you sound like a line cook with Jamie Gravy. Uh, I'm gonna, <laughs> I think they should have, a, they should have a, a, a mentally challenged people fight the lions in the tug of war. That would be, that would give jobs to everyone. <laughs> there we go. Oh, I think they would win. <laughs>